0: He kōna e pūrangi tēnei nā
1: Te Reo Irirangi o Aotearoa.
2: Josh! You, you're a mountain goat, my friend.
3: <laughs>
0: you, you, tell, tell me again what you do for a job. Bread and butter. Well, I've been doing forestry for years, so walking up and down pine, pine plantations, getting around, finding plots, carrying trees up and down hills, chainsaws. So. Second nature, eh? Oh.
2: Tell us, tell us where we are. Like, I was just talking to Adam just down there. Where are we now?
0: Well, I think we're at the, like, the crest of the Wai'al Pass, um, so looking back north, there's uh, Rotu Poho Roa, which is above the Blue Lake.
2: Otherwise known as by, in the, uh,
0: by the Pākehā. Lake Constance. Exceptionally clear water. I went for a little swim in it yesterday. Very cold. Very clear.
2: What, how did you find that climb?
0: That was taxing at points, and there are a couple bits where the scree got very loose, and that's when it's the hardest, you know, sort of scrambling around in the gravel. Um, and once we hit that little piece down there, we can just see with that sort of tussocky stuff on it, it was such a relief to hit level ground.
2: Uh, <laughs> it's pretty nice up here too, eh? We've hit into the bloody yeah. mist though, look at this.
0: Yeah, clear on the one side looking north, on the other side of the path, fog.
2: Totally fogged out, far out. Got a miss ahead of us. All right, onward, upward and forever downward. Goodness gracious me, I'm standing only at probably another 100 meters or so elevation below the summit of Wild Pass. We have been slogging up, scree, through tussock, around Lake Constance to start with. Good, good climb from Blue Lake to Lake Constance, then around Lake Constance, some... Uh, Nice challenging walking around there and then just up this slope. Unbelievable. Well, onward and upward, Adam. Yep. And then we get down and we've got to descend on the <laughs> other side even further than we ascended on this side.
0: Yeah, 1200
2: meters down. 1200 meters down. Ay, My left knee doesn't like that. It's. Uh, the end of the day. Whoa! Quarter past four started out at uh, just after seven, quarter past seven this morning. So nine-hour day and why our pass has been done. Oh man, I honestly, I can't, I can't really express because I've been not freaked out i've been using the word freaked out or something but it's more just anxious as hell having not been a tramper having trained studied up about this trail tararuas in the north island richmond range and Waio pass got some big stuff to come but they are the three and it's a toss-up pretty much when people comment about What's the hardest part of tar- Tararoa and it's between those three and as of today I've done them all. And I'm knackered. I've got just under a thousand kilometers to go and there's this real quiet sense of elation I think it, it is and I, I'm just looking at a new hut, brand new hut now this year. It's uh, boil hut. It's a buzz. It's a real, real buzz. Doesn't mean I'm getting turned on to tramping. I don't know. I don't know but I certainly do understand that I have been privileged through putting the effort in. I've been privileged to experience magnificence. All right. That was me putting my sticks down on this brand-spanking-new deck of this brand-spanking-new hut.
0: (sighs) Yee-haw!
2: It is Sunday the 18th. 8 o'clock in the morning. A beautiful morning here down in the valley. Here's the description for today, essentially. Travel down the valley is easy, through grassy flats and on the Waio River's true right. Two bush-clad terminal moraines add interest and provide good camping conditions. Bugger the camping opportunities, we don't want that. In time, the Ada Homestead comes into view. The Homestead area remains in private hands. Trampers should... Avoid this area and continue to the Ada River. This is a straightforward crossing in low-to-normal flow. Beyond the river, trampers link to the St. James Walkway and continue down in a southwest direction towards Anne Hut, a new 20-bunk hut. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, fellas?
0: Sounds
2: good. Just going to do a little echo audio effects for you here in the valley boil. What's this valley called? Uh, the Yow, I think. This is still the Waiyau Valley. The That's River named River. after that pass we came over yesterday. Whoa. Look at that. Magnificent. The sun is up on the uh, on the ranges that we've come through. Beautiful. We're still in shade in here yeah, because it's quite a deep valley and uh, it'll be... Late, mid to late morning before the sun hits us down here in this part of the valley. But we're going to do a little echo test here. I'm with Adam, Josh, and myself. I'm with myself. Yes, that's good. Okay. What's what's the word for the echo, fellas?
0: Oh, I usually just go with. Woo!
2: Yeah! So we're in Echo Valley, so just uh, stopped along, what's your name? Laura. Laura. Just been chatting to Laura who's doing northbound and the South Island from, she's neutral, she's from Switzerland. She refuses to give any opinion. <laughs> but it turns out she also knows Julie, who I walked uh, right at the beginning with, with Julie and Anya and Marcus. Did you meet Anya and Marcus?
1: No, I didn't, I didn't. Just
2: Julie. Yeah. yeah what do you how do you find that whole thing of the people you meet on the trail is there like a camaraderie, a bond
1: i mean it's a really important thing i i i just walk on my own all day every single day yeah so it's sometimes just really nice to talk to people and yeah, yeah. and I feel like kiwis are like amazing like hitchhiking is so easy everybody's so helpful and i don't know
2: have you um, ever been threatened by any of the other walkers who kind of look like they want to rob your food?
1: No. Yeah. Why should something like Cause, this happen? Because
2: <laughs> we were talking about it. We thought we could maybe rob you because <laughs> you're just starting into the wild pass, so you'll have heaps of food, and we're, we're all scrimping and Are saving. Are you hungry? You food. need something? <laughs> we want to get the boil huh? outdoor pursuit centre.
1: I can give you food if you want, <laughs> if you don't have enough, but <laughs> no, no, you
2: don't have so to good. <laughs> <laughs> It's all good. Monday the 19th. Whew. 12-hour day yesterday. Crossed the Wayo Pass the day before. It was about a was that nine or ten hour day? Um, and uh, now walking from stayed at Rockby Hut last night, four of us tiny little hut. Adam slept on the concrete floor. Um, it was built in '65 and it's in the original condition, the notes say, and it is, <laughs> but it did have a wood burner, so we started a fire anyway. It's the next day, and I'm walking towards. Boyle Outdoor Education Center and uh, this is about 50k from Hannah Springs and i have a dilemma my bloody knee my left knee is really protesting now it's uh it's telling me it's over it so i really don't know what quite what to do this is day eight from Santano, where I stayed for four days to let the swelling of the knee go down, and it's yeah, unless I fill myself full of painkillers, then uh, it's just pretty, especially descending, but even walking on the flat now. I can feel it a bit more. Delays mean later finish, which get me right in towards winter. I'm happy, happy to do that, but it's just gonna be a, a real trial. Hey, bloody hell. Come on, man, what's going on? smash the shin cut out the cancer now this bloody thing oh man what a relief i am finally at boil river outdoor education center I've been hanging out to get here because um as i said in a earlier little rave i i don't know i have just i'm just so depleted at the moment my knee is giving me gyps non-stop. But here's Wendy who runs this is your, your facility?
1: Um, yeah, I'm employed by uh, North Canterbury Alpine Trust and uh, the centre is actually set up to run school programmes uh, outdoor education um, but the, because of where we are, we get a lot of Te dropping off their parcels and requiring accommodation sometimes and uh, other bits of food and things.
2: And, and yeah, you just said before you had to buy a bigger shed yeah. to accommodate the Trampers um Trampers uh, food boxes that gets sent to you.
1: Yes, that's right. Over the last few years, um, it's got bigger and bigger, more and more people coming through. And uh, because we're halfway between St Arnard and uh, Arthur's Pass, that's a uh, convenient place for them to pick up a food drop after about six days walking. Yeah. Um, yeah, and more and more people are coming. The last two summers, uh, for about three months, we have to employ a warden to actually manage the people coming on site um, so we can get on with our, our real business of outdoor education.
2: Is there any um, future uh, potential for TA walkers to contribute to something like an outdoor e- uh, education facility, you know, like mm. to contribute somehow while they come here?
1: Um, yes, possibly, if they are of mind, I know we've had some really interesting people coming through with you know huge stories and uh, actually sharing it one evening with students in the lodge might actually be a really nice idea if they're prepared to do that, yeah.
2: Man, that's very cool. I went for a walk this morning here in Hanma Springs. I- Knee still bung, left knee. Really dispirited yesterday. Gutted coming into Boyle Outdoor Education Centre. I felt like I wanted to give up. Um, just wondering what I could do because I, I couldn't have walked today on my knee the way it was. Managed to get a 12 o'clock appointment today. Unbelievable. I was Just walking back from the physio. My knee feels so nice, I can't stride out, but it's amazing, the pain's gone. Really, really cool, but I can't have another session till Thursday morning because the physio is a hiker and goes hiking on Wednesdays with a group that she's part of. But wicked, wicked, just to feel the improvement in one session. So it encourages me, I'm going to stick around here, have the appointment on Thursday morning, and. Um, work out some contingencies but if this kind of improvement can be affected with one treatment and do the exercises that she has given me um, tomorrow things are looking good. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. This walk is about expressing my gratitude for being born in this land. And I just want to express as well my gratitude to those of you who take time to listen to The Long Way Home. Truly, it's uh, very humbling. See you next week.
3: The Long Way Home is produced by Bruce Hopkins and Justin Gregory. The executive producer is Tim Watkin. The engineer is Blair Stagpole. You can subscribe to every episode of The Long Way Home podcast at Apple Podcasts, who you might have known as iTunes, Radio Public, Spotify, or at radionz.co.nz forward slash series. And while you're there, please rate us. That way more people get to hear these stories. If you go to the Long Way Home webpage at rnz.co.nz, you'll find an interactive map that follows Bruce as he walks down to Adaroa. Bruce is also on Twitter, at Bruce Hop, so get in touch if you've got tips, questions, or can help him out. You can also email him at thelongwayhome at radionz.co.nz. Now, as you might have gathered, Bruce is in some fairly remote country and there's a chance from time to time that he won't be able to send us content. Now, if that should happen, there will still be a new episode for you each Monday and we will catch up with Bruce and all his adventures when he's back in an area with good coverage, we promise. But until the next time, this is The Long Way Home. Faka Papa, Fano. Follow us.